Hello. Hey, Jana hey. Burka. Joe, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, good, good. We're just getting back from this winter camping trip, and I needed to talk about some scheduling things for dates and trips and stuff we have planned for the podcast in 2022. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how does it? How did the trip go? Did you stay warm? All right, uh, we did actually. <laughs> yes, I know it was very cold over New Year's weekend. 2021. I was thinking about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We needed all the help we could get. But actually, no, we got those Snow Trekker canvas wall tents from Stone Harbor. Uh, we rented oh, yeah. them from Stone Harbor in downtown Grand Marais, and they were so essential for this trip. And Stone Harbor was really great as usual about just kind of describing like, oh, hey, it looks like the forecast is going to be 20, 30 below zero and some extra tips uh-huh. and things like that. And, uh, you know, they chatted with Matthew and I, even though we've rented wall tents and other gear from them a bunch of times now yeah. over the years, they still are just really mindful of the situation. And it was great uh, to get those tents from Stone Harbor. So with That's that, I, yeah, it really helped out the trip and kept morale high and uh, I'll tell you all about it, but uh, it's just really good to be in the new year and uh, wanted to review a few things with you for other things we have planned. So if I could chat your ear about that, we'll we'll get right into it. Yeah, Joe, it'd be great to hear more about your guys' trip sometime. Yeah, well, actually, you'll be able to do that on the episode that's coming up next. Ooh, so like the first episode of the year? That's right. Episode 56, New Year's Eve in the Boundary Waters. I will look forward to it. Awesome. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! <laughs> yes. That'll scare that wolf. <laughs> this is the WTIP Boundary Waters Podcast. This is the wilderness that Dave and I were both introduced to as kids. You know, our first wilderness camping experience were in the Boundary Waters. And in summer, you wake up, you swim through the lake, you have breakfast, then you can relax, you can go paddling, you can go hiking. We've done this trip before to Horseshoe Lake, and I remember catching walleye there before. I went on a canoe trip in the Boundary Waters. And it's, it was really cool, it was my first time. The route from Ram Lake back to Poplar Lake with, with no packs, with, with only a day pack, uh, we take it in one day. Well, you can look to Venus, you can look to Mars, I will set my sights by the northern star and in the deep dark blue come the northern lights. Oh, and in the deep dark blue come the northern lights. Happy New Year from the Boundary Waters, episode 56 of the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. We're here with special friends, Josh and Kaylin Dix, here in the hot tent, (laughs) the most most extraordinary hot tent setup I've ever seen. By far. Matthew, can you, uh, before we hand over the mic to Josh and Kaylin, can you just tell us what what you're observing and what you see here? Well, I'm sitting next to a fiery hot wood stove, so hot the boiled water sitting on top of it. As I look across the tent, I see an immaculately clean setup. 
I a know, broom. I noticed a small broom created out of fallen white pine uh, needles that has kept the space tidy. I see perfectly placed sleeping cots, mm-hmm. pads, and on the far end I see a toasty little heat source. And as I move up, I see lights. Yes. Beautiful twinkling tent lights, and I think some sort of rack. Antelope, yeah. Antelope, an anim- yes, an, an antelope, antelope rack. rack. Yes. yes. Adorn <laughs> this adorn this hot tent for best of luck <laughs> to the wilderness travelers that inhabit. That's right. Uh, so we're here with Josh and Kaylin from Cook County Folks and your first winter camping trip, right? Yeah, not first Boundary Waters, but first winter camping. It feels very indulgent in here. This is not how I imagined winter camping. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your experience <laughs> and how it's going. It's been some work. It's been some real work to get out here. I think that's been the bulk mm-hmm. of the experience before we finally settled down was mm-hmm. unlike canoeing and portaging where we really minimized the weight, we brought a lot of gear and it was a lot of work to get it in here and getting the wood. But man, once we got settled, it's warm in here. We made good warm food and it's great. It's right. really comfortable now. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, what's uh, what's been your experience? Yeah, so I'm the I'm the shelter person. <laughs> I make it, you know, I try to Matthew helped with the setup of the shelter. I've not ever set up a winter tent before, so mm-hmm. it was really helpful to have his tips because there's always a learning curve with a new tent setup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was helpful, um, very helpful, uh, and then I was able to get it all cozy in here and tidy a tidy camp is a happy camp you can mm-hmm. always like find your stuff yeah which is helpful and lights lights are a big thing in winter for us because there's so much darkness and we gotta yeah. keep it keep it light and nice yeah. yeah and i did i did uh take down that antelope in the woods while y'all were <laughs> gathering firewood it's yeah. just what i do fresh kill rogue, yeah. rogue. Boreal antelope. It was. It was. And, you know, I feel like it really ties this place together. Mm-hmm. First thing I noticed when we stepped in. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. And it is, uh, it's New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going into 2022. And while we're talking about 20s, it's not probably quite yet 20 below zero, but it will be. And it's well on its way. It's in the teens below, probably easy to say mid teens below. And there's some serious wind gusts that come and go you can see the snow trekker tent walls uh it's a completely different world on the other side of of this tent and it's been as josh said a pretty strenuous day uh just getting here was an adventure i had some vehicle uh mishaps with uh icy snowy roads and everyone's okay which is a big thing but uh, team effort just getting a vehicle out of the deep snow in a ditch, my vehicle, where it ended up. And uh, it slowed us down. It slowed us down. We had to dig out the vehicle. Josh had to get his tow rope. I mean, it's been like the adrenaline of that. <laughs> and then get here, the, the parking lot's a bit of a circus. I mean, it was just kind of a one thing after another, it seemed like, for a while. Well, yeah, one of the, one of the keys to our plan is to get out here on New Year's Eve, the day before the opener, to get here early. This parking lot is typically a nightmare uh, around the opener, yep. this entry point parking lot. And so 
you know, we had it pretty dialed and we were pretty on schedule. And I don't know about you all, but I was I was ready to adjust my expectations pretty significantly when we delayed. And yet we're right where we wanted to be. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're at a campsite, tucked out of the wind. Josh got here first. He broke snow for the group. Going about a foot a minute. Those <laughs> <laughs> sleds are heavy. If that. They're heavier but than yeah, I thought it they felt like be. It felt like a busy summer on Duncan. You've got the site you want. It and did. You, you give it everything you've got to get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's kind of something to be said about that little adrenaline that kind of like goes into a trip, you know? It kind of like, you, you know, you see the people, you kind of like, okay, all right, let's go. Let's, uh-huh. you don't want to make it competitive because that gets weird, but... Yeah. Um, well, when you tackled you, you, that one guy, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I really, him. Yeah, yeah, I, like threw his snow shoes in the woods. And, yeah, it was, really, it was dirty play, but I felt like it was necessary to really like achieve our Paid goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So we're out here on our second, at least now, year in a row, being on Duncan on opener, Lake Trout openers tomorrow, which is a driving force in what brought us here in the first place. So. Josh and I, I'm sure the the group at some point will be out there, but Josh and I are going to get an early start on the opener Saturday morning. Kind of the genesis of the whole trip was like, well, it's the opener. Should we get out and let's try some winter camping? And then the forecast as we approached changed or just intensified at least. And it is the real deal. It's This is no joke of weather for sure. But it sounds like you are more comfortable in here than maybe like in a tent in August. Yeah, I I think this is much more comfortable than it was in August when we were here, honestly. It was so hot. It's probably 100 degrees cooler than it was last time we were on Duncan. Right across the way here. Yeah. I much prefer this. Yeah, it was right before the uh, right before the boundary waters closed. Yeah, the the weekend before the day we came out, the next day the boundary waters closed. That yeah. was the last time we were here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we've been talking a lot about uh, the the year that's gone by, and Matthew and I have been we started the year in the boundary waters twenty twenty one. We're ending it in the boundary waters. Uh, maybe we can each take a moment on New Year's Eve to share a moment of gratitude or anything about the boundary waters takeaway uh, from this past year and i guess i'll get it rolling since it's uh so we can kind of think or whatever you got to do but uh my thing would be from this past year i really had a great time on my birthday up at a, a lake a pretty remote lake matthew and i went in there and it was the week before the closure one week to the day it was august 14th and We went in, smoky skies, hot, like it was all summer, and we just got some walleye midday. We cooked them. It was an episode, one of the episodes, if you want to go back through and listen. But it was, uh, we heard wolves howling at 1 or 2 o'clock, and it was just a really remarkable day. But it was almost had a feeling that something strange is coming. The Greenwood fire started the next day. The closure, as I said, was a week later. But in that moment, it, everything was perfect. We made a shore lunge. We caught all those big walleye that day. It was that's that's my memory. Interestingly enough, even though it's about the smoke and the fires and the heat, 
That's my favorite day all year in the Boundary Waters. Hmm. Matthew? I have to go next? <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever wants to go next. Sure. I'm thinking. I can, oh, okay. I can go next. All it's right. kind of generally, I think, that you know, the Boundary Waters brings up in me something that I've learned in yoga is without discomfort there is no growth Mm. and I feel that every time I get you know frustrated on the trail or it's hard or I want to cry or something I find joy in that Mm. because I know that I'm growing from this experience Um, and I, I feel like we felt that this year in general just being I've been it changed my job and just new in a new place um, we're pretty new to Cook County, and I, you know, think about that when I'm going through anything professionally, personally, on the trail. Um, you know, I find that there's growth when you're feeling, yeah. you know, challenged. Yep. Great. Yep. Wow. And I definitely felt, I think I grew a lot today because I was challenged a lot today. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. I just want to say... If you were feeling challenged, you did not let that on. And I appreciated your energy and enthusiasm and optimism throughout the experience. So if that's the mantra that made that be how you were as a trail mate, I want more of that for myself as well. My other mantra is fake it till you make it. So like if you're like feeling kind of... You know, not in a great space. Just pretend you're good, smile, and pretty soon, like, your feelings will follow. Mm. For better or worse, I feel like that's helped me in a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, gentlemen? Uh, I'm going to go a little more broad, and uh, I think 2021's been one of the hardest or harder years of my life uh, for a lot of reasons. But as we just sat here and I look back at, all of my best memories from the last year, it has been my time in the wilderness. Uh, going all the way back to last ice fishing season, going out on pine. The TV crew. Uh, Eric, multiple times, yes. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, very challenging moments for sure, but high reward, mm-hmm. um, beauty and confidence. And even throughout the summer, I mean, you know, backpacking the border route trail was uh, one of probably my favorite. That was my favorite memory from this last year in the Boundary Waters. It was mm-hmm. really, really good. And mm-hmm. um, but even getting getting kicked out of the Boundary Waters during the closure was right. was really special in in its own way. Mm-hmm. The people and the process, and so and then all the little moments I can't even remember. All those the day trips and the quick overnights and yeah, I just feel like. I don't know how I would get through hard things in life without having this place to keep me Yep, that's really right. feeling great. That's right. I think, Matthew, we've been in every month of the year, or very close to it. If you count both of us. <laughs> right. I had spent some time away out west. but That's right. But, yep, every month uh, combined we were in, in the Boundary Waters, which is our first, I would probably think. Or, you know, it's always sort of right on the edge. But this year in particular, it's been great to be in uh, just a great deal. And Josh, I, you've been in quite a bit, too. Uh, this summer you did some trips. and You know, that's what I was thinking. I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint just one experience this summer. Hmm. Um, being my first full summer living in Cook County, I felt like I wanted to be in the Boundary Waters 
any and every time I possibly could be. Mm -hmm. So multiple weekend trips, day trips, four days, weeks with friends, my first solo trip. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing it all. The first day the kids went back to school, what did we do? Paddled no, we out. To Ram. We paddled out through Ram and we made it back like five minutes before school got out. <laughs> yeah. Like to town. Yeah. We went out, had lunch on an island on, I forget what's the third. Bower Trout or uh, Little Trout. Little Trout Lake. Uh -huh. yeah. We got out to Little Trout, had a quick lunch on the island and like, paddled right back out. So, man, it's been great. It's been yeah. really fun to be with Kaylin. For some trips, my first by myself with friends. This trip is already amazing, and we're just getting started. Yeah. So yeah, it's been the the year of Boundary Waters for me, I guess. Yeah. And how much of a how much of a role did the Boundary Waters itself, like the wilderness, play in a decision that motivated you to move here? Like the actual BWCA, how where that fit into what brought you here. Uh -huh. I mean, it's a great place. We love bringing our kids. We love getting time to come on our own as well. It's the only place we I want mean, to go when we have time yeah. off together. People tell, so. you know, like, the, I think maybe around the holidays, my mom was telling me we should go to this national park or that place. And I can't imagine what, any place else that would be more appealing than this. Like, I don't even want to leave. Maybe someday, eventually, I will. But for mm -hmm. now, this is the only place we want to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine there's, like you just described, there's new ways to get out, which yeah. makes it feel pretty endless. And there's uh, new places. So many that are in our backyard, <laughs> and like your day trip, and you can do these micro adventures in a day or these mega adventures over time. Yeah. And it sounds like you're trying to do a little bit of all of it yeah well it's, it's different every time right like it's different because the type of trip it is it's different because of who you're going with as a group the time of year every even if you go to the same lake it's different and that's i yeah. think that's pretty beautiful mm -hmm. and, as you're experiencing yeah. today right exactly yeah. <laughs> i mean how transformed is this place oh yeah last time we were here there were, we were talking about the turkey vultures that were circling looking for waiting for us to yeah watching us waiting Where, um, whereas this time it was joe's uh, wolf that's maybe waiting <laughs> to right. see if we that's succumb right. to the elements right we were gonna uh we've got some video of where the wolf came down while we were harvesting wood while i was in the, kind of a tucked back bay and looked up saw a black object standing on the ice kind of took me a second to register what was happening and then that wolf took off so fast snow flying up from behind it kind of coming off of its body or just kicking it up it was terrified and it took off at top speed and and because it was such a phenomenal story the the experience i was like how am i gonna like convince the group that this actually happened i'm like well i didn't i I know that its tracks are there, and I didn't go as beyond there, so how would I know that those tracks are there unless I saw it? And Matthew and I went over there, and sure enough, there was the tracks. It, I thought it was maybe bedded down, but I think it came down to the yeah, shore. It looks like it had mm -hmm. come right off the ridge. Maybe right. it wasn't far away. Mm -hmm. And there was uh, otter slides over there, oh, and fine. so maybe it's a spot that a lot of wildlife is well spot a wolf would want to be yeah, yeah. 
Right. That's very cool. Yeah. I think I think there's so much more opportunity to see wildlife in winter. I mean, we just saw we haven't seen a moose in how long, Josh? Well, we saw one while. last year, but it's been a long time before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw one today coming down the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a I think there's one. just yeah all this beautiful opportunity to see wildlife if you just kind of like stop and get out there. It's just it's quieter and it you know. No gunnel clunking. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. And it's New Year's Eve, and here we are. We're out here ringing in the new year, and this is just the first night. We're going to be out here for a couple nights, so we'll keep you updated on how things progress, on the trout opener, and just the weather and the whole experience that's going on. But rough to great, all in between. We've we've seen it all today, and it's been a, a fantastic New Year's Eve. Yeah, we'll see how many racks I can get lined up in our tent. Yeah. 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 Keep hunting. Okay, well, yeah. It is morning number one, New Year's Day 2022. Welcome to a new year, everybody. Hey, hey, new year. Thank you. <laughs> yes, 2022 is finally here. Yeah, I'd say uh, we brought it in with uh, some ruckus. Yeah, yeah, and unconventional New Year's. Right, I don't mean uh, our <laughs> countdown. Uh, maybe more about what it was like getting through the night. How was it for everybody? Yeah, actual midnight. It's a little you chilly. Know, it started out great. God, last night I felt really good about things that... Propane was going, the fire was going. I probably fell asleep. I don't know, pretty late. Um, but boy, by two o'clock, the propane had froze up. The fire was out, and the temp was dropping really fast in there. Yeah. So we did a little bit of a struggle to get the fire going again and smoke the tent up, and kind of think- after that, just committed to checking that fire every hour. Um, but really, the fire was just kind of the main thing. Otherwise, I felt like our our sleeping bags held up, the gear held up. I wasn't too chilly. Just got to keep that fire burning. Yeah, I was quite warm in my sleeping bag. Um, and I think we slept so hard from, like, when we fell asleep, like, what, 9, 10? Till when we woke up, I think we slept really hard and didn't realize how cold it was getting. Yeah. And the fire was dying <laughs> until it was dead. Right. They call it a hot tent, and uh, I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration at these tents. It's more of a warmer-than-outside tent. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, it's relative. I remember thinking that this is not hot. <laughs> we, it's not hot at all. It's mm-hmm. it's better than outside, uh, but not hot. <laughs> and I think we've probably said this more times than we need to, but it doesn't get as cold as it is right now very often out here and we committed to this trip so we committed to these temps whatever they were going to be and you know this is a these a thin fabric and the it's not insulated so we just have escaping heat constantly and that means constant work to keep keep up with it right so we made it through the night matthew and i over here did pretty well all things considered, as far as the temperature goes, running multiple heat sources at various times, the fire never went out. I got a little chilly. Yeah, there were some moments where it was a little brisk, but as to be expected, I suppose. And then got up, lake trout opener, 
today, New Year's, and uh, we've just polished off a delicious meal of lake trout and eggs. Delicious meal. So good. <laughs> lake trout, eggs, hash browns, thanks to the Dix family. Yeah. Sausage. Sausage. Cheese. Yeah. Oh. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, a little bit moving after a, a, a bumpy night, moving back into some of that luxury status that we referenced last night. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And it's still cold. You can tell we've cut the second heat source to do some audio here, and you can tell it's it drops. You need multiple heat going today for sure, at least right now this morning. But fishing was there's that power hour in the morning like we were kind of hoping or i was and sure enough it rang true for about an hour it was a fish every couple minutes there yeah they hit fast you know my line went in and the bait never even hit the bottom of the lake and we were bringing trout back up and even when we were missing them in between there was just even more they were fast and furious for a little while yeah, there it was good josh got a really nice <laughs> lake trout your first lake trout through the ice, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. We've done a little walleye and splake, but my first lake trout. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful one. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to probably just hunker down. We we discussed uh, departure a day early because of the conditions and just we've kind of now done most of everything that we essentially set out to do. But the consensus is, at least right now, to <laughs> stick it out and uh, yeah. we'll have to make a final decision on that it sounds like we kind of have but that uh we'll just go slow and steady today we'll make out in the woods getting some more wood and putts along maybe a little more fishing but we've already got a couple more keepers we we caught four nice keepers already in an hour so that helps take the pressure off that and we'll just settle into the day and see what comes yeah that's not i you know i liked we lived and learned last night and i'm I like the idea of like having another challenge and trying to, you know, make some adjustments to to what we learned last night. So I'm totally up for it. Cool. And maybe even a little just comfort and relaxation yeah, today. Yeah, to balance right. it all Get out. Get some more wood and just settle in in the cot and maybe read a little while or yeah. take a little nap. Mm, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it'll be a much different day than yesterday. And I think we've earned a, a day of tutorial making this worthwhile a little bit all this work so we're gonna maybe check back in after some relaxation but uh, the sun's out it's clear and cold far below zero and we'll just see where new year day takes us joe fredericks here on the podcast stay tuned for the next episode we're going to continue our winter camping trip from Duncan Lake in the Boundary Waters over New Year's to ring in 2022. It's coming up in the next episode. It'll be out shortly. Shout out again to Stone Harbor for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You can find more information about their business in downtown Grand Marais. Just Google Stone Harbor Grand Marais. Find all kinds of information, including stuff about winter camping gear rental absolute essential if you're headed out to the Boundary Waters in 2022 or years to come. And if you're wondering about how the fishing goes for the rest of our winter camping trip, it only got better. Well, stay tuned for the next episode. I just sing when I paddle Feeling not thinking if the strokes are true We're gonna get through to the other side out in the night the waves beat the shore You can hear them pounding, you can hear them roar Oh, oh me, 
rock me in my dreams. You can roll me, rock me in my dreams. So I like to sing, I love to dance, I play the fool if I got the chance. All around the campfire light. All around the campfire light. All around, all around, all around the campfire light.